Welcome, welcome, welcome to another cold one with Tyler and Alex. Did we said Tyler and Alex or Alex and Tyler? I mean, alphabetically and in order of fan favorite, Alex Tyler, and Tyler. Alex. <laughs> Uh, I would love, actually, at some point, if we could do a poll and put it out there who the fan favorite is. Feel free to comment below. Wait, can you comment on a podcast? <laughs> Figure it out. Send us your mail. Our DMs are open. They are, well. Just for fan favorite voting. <laughs> if you send us anything else, we will not respond. Unless you're Malibu again, please sponsor yeah, please. us. Please. <laughs> Malibu, we will respond. Yeah. Also, a great song by Miley Cyrus. If you could give us the rights to use that oh. as our intro, I would love that. Dude, that would be such a great song bro talk about brand you start out with malibu we're sipping malibu come <laughs> Three on months we're in malibu, malibu. <laughs> <laughs> we're just a tourism channel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when in malibu visit the number one taco spot on the shore malibu taco <laughs> <laughs> what we're chefs now what are tacos involved <laughs> sorry guys this whole time this has been a ploy for tyler to open up his taco shop called malibu tacos <laughs> it's been years on the making <laughs> tyler's tacos no that oh. sucks never mind that ain't bad <coughs> what about ty's tax Moving on. Uh, cheers. Let's open up the episode. Okay, cheers. Welcome, welcome back welcome. to episode two. Please don't do the welcome, welcome, welcome. We already talked about this. Mm. This is uh, this is a story, Alex, that I think is really going really gonna to rile you up. <laughs> we'll keep that uh, for those listening to the podcast. I did have Tyler cut what he said previously, but watch our YouTube video to hear what that was. It is toasty in here. Is, is it? not um for those listening here i would just let i'd hot? like to everyone to know it's that my co-host here tyler put on a leather jacket just to record this <laughs> exclusively for our youtube audience so please feel free to watch that video and see him and why he feels that it's a little hot in here today we're going back to 1978 <laughs> oh so we're not addressing the leather jacket when a young private pilot named frederick valen teak <laughs> a single-engine Cessna and literally flew off into the sunset, never to be seen again. How's that for an opening? You look a little stunned right now. I have so many questions, <laughs> well, but no, I don't want to no ask questions, them yet. No questions. <laughs> You're just banning questions up until now. Nothing. Up through now, excuse me. The case of Frederick Valentich has been called Australia's most famous That's the second you aviation. Gave a different name that time. <laughs> most famous aviation, Mister Jesus Christ. We talked about this. Whoa! Not because he disappeared, but because his final radio transmissions reported a UFO. Oh, I'm in. I know. Oh, I'm so sold. Every if you guys uh, tuned in last week, literally every minute, Alex mentioned aliens. Here's the thing, though. Tyler, I'd love for you to confirm right now, can we rule aliens out? Of the last one we did where someone any, was murdered in a barn? Can, yes. Uh, we can rule aliens out? 100% certainty. Tell me right now. No. And I rest my case. <laughs> and here's the thing that we can't rule aliens out here. And we can't rule aliens out a lot of the time. But real quick, before you get into this, I'd just like to pearl, uh, propose pearl? this question to the audience. What's scarier if there are aliens... Or if we're alone in the universe. Do we turn the mics to our studio audience? Brought to Real you by quick, Malibu Rums. Please Rums? raise your hands if you think it's scarier that we are alone in the universe. All right, let me just or take if it. that are aliens in the universe. That wasn't a yes or no question. And that was only it. one vote registered of our two-person audience. Thank five, you so much. Six. 
You in the back? Still think it? Okay. All right. Well, it's close. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a real close it's vote. A, yeah, we got it right. Pretty much split down the It's a one vote difference. Wow. That's that's That's, that's crazy. as close as you that's, get. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But ever since, a subculture of Australians, notably including Valentich's own father, believed that he was abducted by aliens and may yet be alive somewhere. What year was this again? Hmm? 1978. How old was he? Why we got to keep doing this? He was 20 right, years old. He was 20 years old. And if you, if you would have waited, Frederick was only 20 years old. <laughs> a member of the Air Training Corps, a volunteer youth cadet program sponsored by the Royal Australian Air Force. So our boy's out there. He's trying to get into the Air Force. He's putting in the work. He's on that grind. So he was he's an flying. Air Force trainee? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's had his private license for a little over a year and had a corresponding amount of flight experience. So still fairly new. Probably don't want to fly in your plane. Shout out Malibu planes. He lived. <laughs> that one killed with the studio audience. I didn't. I'm not sure if you guys could pick that up, but whew. did not kill with the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> he lived with his parents and, by all accounts, was a fine young man with no serious problems and was happily pursuing his career of choice. One day in October 1978, he showed up at Moorabbin. Moorabbin. How long did you say he was in it at this point? Incredible. In the Air Force training? Moorabbin Airport. Incredible. But I'm sorry, what? One year. He was in it at one point, at one year? Or what? Mm -hmm. did he only have his private license at one year? He'd been like the same flight experience as one year, but he had his license for one year. So whatever that allowed him to do. So he'd been in the Air Force for a year? Mm Mm-hmm. And he had his flight... So he got his flight. You probably have to get it before you do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would guess anyway. But that's what I'm. You know, I'm not sure. My grandfather was in the Air Force. Really? Yeah. You want to know what his call sign was? Uh, sure. Pink Panther. Really? Yeah. Did he like do the song? The song. Did you keep going? Wait, is that? And that's copyright infringement right there. No, that was poor. That was poor. Um, I don't think he did the song, but that was his call sign. And he had the little Pink Panther in his plane. Oh, that's really wholesome. I hope the audience feels a little bit closer to us right now. The audience nodded. Well, uh, half the audience does. Yeah, the uh, other part of the audience feels a little bitchy to me. Anyway, moving right forward. <laughs> One day, I in, would like to say I'm offended. <laughs> one day in October 1978. I personally showed, think 100% of our audience every time is incredible. Please follow us on Insta for a chance to join mm-hmm. our studio audience. And to I win, will give out Tyler's address where we record this. <laughs> and please feel free to join us. You also qualify to potentially win one free bottle of Malibu rum. Shout out Malibu rum. <laughs> free for you. Cost us $25.49. <laughs> Okay, so our boy, our boys at Moorabbin Airport in Melbourne. I'm really sorry. To, Could you please remind of us of, of uh, us of his name? Oh my gosh, it's Vincent. Oh wait, no, it's Frederick. <laughs> it is Frederick for everybody listening at home. So and for me, I explicitly asked about it. Frederick is at Moorabbin Airport in Melbourne to rent a plane in order to fly out to Kings Island, a round trip of about 560 kilometers. Don't know what that is in miles. But Could you please tell us how many knots that is? Do you need... Okay. All right. <laughs> we do not have a research team here at Another Cold One. There are, we have a computer, and that's... I don't even have my own computer. Well, we have one single computer. So knots is actually a measurement of speed. 
So Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so we, we couldn't really tell. Can you tell me how many fathoms it is? One fathom is six <laughs> feet. Is it really? Yeah. Oh I learned that God. like two weeks ago. I've just been telling people I'm slightly taller than a fathom, and that's that's just been what I've been does, going with. Does that get people get people laughing? No, no, no one likes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, there comes the coaster. <laughs> Shout out to our YouTube audience who just saw that happen live. You should tune. <laughs> Moving right along, he's at Moorabbin Airport, about to fly out to Kings Island. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so he tried to fly, but our boy Frederick has a little bit of a rough time. It was bad weather. Are you okay? Okay. All right. So there was some bad weather. I is everything all right? What happened? What's happening? We're good. Okay. He went to fly. Bad news for Frederick. It's a little rainy outside. Frederick can't fly today. But he got. He comes back a couple days later. Gets his single engine Cessna. And takes to the skies. Could you cut in a picture of the single engine Cessna? Absolutely. There it was. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out For, to our YouTube audience. Shout out to our main audience, the podcast. Yes. Look it up yourselves. <laughs> I love you, but I don't even know what it is. So you currently know more than me if you looked mm. it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you strapped in? Because here we go. He took off. I hope he was. He was flying a plane. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he took off at about a quarter after 6 p.m. in the evening of October 21st for what would be That's his first. That's kind of to start flying, isn't it? Probably. I mean, I guess it's getting dark, right? And this next fact is important because cool. it's his first and only night flight over the water. Okay. I feel like at some point, if you've had a, mm-hmm. basically at this point, he was at there for a year, right? You said. Mm-hmm. If you're at there for a year, at some point, you're going to have to drive it by yourself. I feel like for dri- or drive the plane, fly the plane uh, by yourself. Because like driving, you do it after like two months. Yeah. So I feel like after a year, you should be at the point where you can do it. Yeah. But the point is, is literally his first time ever doing it. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people have to do it for the first time. Like his first and only. Because he, okay. The weather was clear. I don't think that's funny. King Island is about this halfway between. This was this between, man's last flight and you're going to make a joke about it? I'm giving you a little geography you here. Thought his it's name between was Tanzania and Australia. That actually does help. Thank you. I was in the geography bee in school. Mm-hmm. So, to fly there from <laughs> Melbourne, you typically <laughs> don't fly. <laughs> Shout out my ever supportive co-host. Oh my God. Just, Completely just, not addressing what I said there. <laughs> I, was, I was just I was breezing right through it. We we got we got things to address. We haven't even taken off the runway yet. We literally have. Okay, he's airborne. He's, he's airborne in the single engine Cessna. Yes, in a single engine Cessna. So again, very risky. Oh, you got the coaster. Shout out YouTube audience who just saw that live. It's a <laughs> so. A lot of the flight is over water. He's never done it before. It's officially nighttime, okay? So things get a little dicey. So it started out uneventful. He takes off. He's flying. It's a clear night. Everything's going just fine. About 20 minutes after sunset, he turned away from the coast at an altitude of 4,500 feet and began the long stretch over the water. It was at that moment when he made his first radio call. Recordings of the actual radio conversation do exist. At what time was this? Oh, so 30 minutes after sunset. So we're probably saying like 7.30. So it's it's definitely dark now. So he's been flying for like half an hour, 45? Yes, yes. But so we don't have any publicly available copies of the transcript, unfortunately. But I can read it to you. 
Please do. Mm-hmm. So Valentich or Valentique. Melbourne, this is Delta Sierra Juliet. Is there any known traffic below 5,000? Melbourne, Delta Sierra Juliet, no known traffic. Valentich, Delta Sierra Juliet. I am, seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000. Melbourne, Delta Sierra Juliet. What type of aircraft is it? Valentich, Delta Sierra Juliet, I cannot confirm. It is four bright, seems to me like landing lights. Delta Sierra Juliet, Valentique. Melbourne, this is Della Sierra Juliet. The aircraft has just passed over me at least a thousand feet above. This conversation continued this way for some five minutes. So he's confirming with air traffic command that, that there's, there's no traffic. They're not seeing anything on would their they, radar. But would they confirm if, oh, so they're not seeing anything in the radar? They're not seeing anything on their say, radar. Like if there was a military plane, they probably Mm-mm. could confirm it. No, and you got to think. They'd have to confirm if there is like mm-hmm. a military aircraft. They'd say yes, confidential. Or and something he's in like the that. Air Force. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. So it's probably either some kind of training thing or at least they're monitoring him pretty closely. But they say there's nothing flying and this man is saying that there's a aircraft large. That looks like it's landing. A thousand feet above him and all he can see are four lights. How high up is how high up do we fly? Because He's at forty five hundred. So that's pretty high, right? Mm-hmm. And someone's a thousand feet that's above. That's almost him. a mile. That's a thousand feet less than a mile. Mm-hmm. So then he continued for about five minutes, confirming that there was no one that they're seeing on their end and then telling them what he's seeing. But it was very vague. Is he like circling it? No, he's still flying towards his destination. And then he says, Delta Sierra Juliet, Melbourne. It seems like it's stationary. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's stationary. What I'm doing right now is orbiting. And the thing is just floating on top of me. It's also got a green light and some sort of metallic, like it's shiny on the outside. The conversation finally concluded after Valentique reported some engine trouble. Delta Sierra Juliet, the engine is rough idling. I've got it set at 2324, and the thing is coughing. And that means engine power settings are typical. What? And that was it. Wait, that was the last thing? He tried to radio him one more time, said Delta Sierra Juliet to Melbourne, and that was all. His final transmission was at 7, 12 p.m. and 28 seconds. Melbourne declared an alert, which was escalated to a distress situation 21 minutes later. The same time, about like a couple thousand miles up the coast, a UFO sighting was reported to police. Unidentified flying object <laughs> was reported to police by a man who had would have had no idea what was going on. He said that he looked. Was it his dad? No. Oh, but so I'll get to his dad. Oh, I'll get. Freak out. I'll get to his dad. He's a he's a loop. But so he's a what? Uh, that's not what I meant to say. He's an interesting fella. I said loop. I'm not sure why. That's not even a phrase to describe loopy. people. Loopy is what I was going for, but I forgot the why. Loopy's not a word either. Yeah, it is. Loopy. Are you kidding me? Loopy's a word. Could you look it up? It means like, you know, yeah, hold on. Let me convert that to knots. Once again, everyone, we do not have a research department. We have a singular computer. Loopy, crazy or silly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, one of our studio audience member nodded. Very so, very stoic. I imagine our actual listeners did a lot less. <laughs> oh, you like that one, studio audience. Okay. So anyway. Shock one up to Alex, at, the fan favorite. <laughs> at the same time that this was going on completely separately. A report is filed saying that an unidentified flying object with a metallic body, four green lights, was seen flying by with what looked like the remains of a broken down plane held underneath it. No way. Mm-hmm. 
No. At the same exact time. No, 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 no. Like, like you know, within a couple minutes of like when the last transmission was, that was reported like a little bit up the coast. No. Okay, oh. also not a little bit. You said thousands of miles. Well, How? but think about over the water. Like, you could see that shit for a ways away. How many knots? <laughs> not sure. Where's our research team? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. And this man had no connection to the Air Force. Just a random civilian. Reported it because he was concerned. And now, generally, I do believe that the UFO hotlines, when they take calls and everything, they're, they're pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done some significant research into them. And generally, all nations have one. They connect to like this overarching group that does have like a pretty good analysis of all the information that they get in. So generally, they do track it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me right now that mm-hmm. within a general timeline of a Air Force pilot who is trained, mm-hmm. who knows what he's doing, despite the fact that this is his first time. It is only a year, though, you know. It's only a year, mm-hmm. sure. But he knows how to fly. Sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Just not necessarily at night. But I imagine he has flown at night with someone else. Mm-hmm. Disappears. After trying to connect as his last connection mm-hmm. and describing something that someone then hundreds of thousands of miles away, not hundreds of thousands, just hundreds of miles away, mm-hmm. in 1978, mm-hmm. will then describe to a UFO call center. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. And so the thing that was very interesting about the call wasn't just that a UFO was sighted, but what he described was is that a UFO was sighted carrying what looked like a broken down plane. Now by that carrying, looked like, do you mean like a... Like underneath it. Gotcha. So like so a tractor beam, could potentially if you will. be beamed. Exactly. Yeah. Or magnetized. I prefer beamed. Could, could have been beamed. But so it's... And then the man also reported that it looked like it was leaking fuel. So the reason that this is extra creepy is because fuel? the reason this is extra creepy is because it's one thing if the plane just disappeared with the unidentified flying object, but months later, tiny parts of the plane washed up on shore, which would initially make you kind of think, oh, potentially it just crashed in the water. The rest of it didn't get recovered, but it was described right at the time when he went offline as already being damaged by an onlooker. So could have been the tractor beam that broke it down now those pieces fell into the water and then took it away now for our listeners out there at this point is the point where i can't even think of jokes because i am so just dumbfounded by this i just like just thinking about this like we could think about other reasons for this possibly happening there could have been it could have been a, a failure of his plane He's a because moron. he did report it. Sure, he might not even he's a moron. He just isn't trained enough to mm-hmm. do it at this point. Maybe he jumped the training or something. But and someone could have seen the plane going down, and that's maybe what they reported. Yeah. Well, if it's leaking, if he's seen the point where he's leaking, and, and this he is said a, he had engine problems. But here's the thing: if it's hundreds of miles away, and he tried to communicate with mm-hmm. with air traffic control, had if a you twenty will, minute conversation with him. And then his last one is him trying to connect. How would he be found hundreds of miles away with the four green lights is what gets me. Because mm-hmm. this plane, single engine plane, I assume. Mm-hmm. Single engine Cessna. I know nothing 
about this. Let me be clear. Zero about how. <laughs> but let me say something like I know. <laughs> no, no, but. But I, let me tell you, single engines, they no, can't no, handle that no, altitude. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're not built for that, okay? What I was going to say is, I don't think they have four green lights at the bottom. No. And I can't imagine, because right now, if you look at planes like helicopters, they have one red light. And I imagine it was similar back then. It was like one green light if they were using green lights at the time. But my question remains, what the fuck? <laughs> so let's, you, let's, let's delve into some, let's delve into the dad. Let's get into, yes. So we'll, we'll get into the first theory. So please do. There's really three big ones that kind of go around. First one for they're called i swear to god you're gonna call me on this it's an actual thing very excited experts in the field of ufos nope i agree with that no no 100 percent. are called ufologists oh and well, i on actually, my life look it up they're called ufologists here's the thing i 100 percent agree that there are experts in ufos because <laughs> yes. here's the thing sure ufos don't necessarily mean aliens they're unidentified flying objects it's true. So there are going to be experts in and that doesn't necessarily equate to aliens. But I'm going to go ahead and call you on ufologists. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, it's an expert on UFOs. Could we please just refer to them as expert on UFOs? Because here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I respect the hell out of them. I believe them. Don't love the name. Are we going yes. to our research department? <laughs> so actually, the study of reports, visual records purported physical evidence and other phenomena related to unidentified flying objects is known as the study of ufology an expert in the field of ufology is described as a ufologist <laughs> now okay. i'd love if we could just take a quick break from yes. this from this actually very serious someone's mm -hmm. life was lost in this situation r.i.p uh, and name just anything better <laughs> what? Well, what would you call it? Uh, I don't, you're the creative one here. I'm just the funny one. Uh, oh, <laughs> kind of just declared yourself that. I, you know, I'd like to make a case. Oh, you almost dropped the mic. Shout out to our YouTube audience. You saw that live. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's get to it. So How much can you? Oh, hold on, hold on. I got it's you. Be no, Fifty no. minutes long. Hold on, I got you. Oh my! How God. much can you? alienate our podcast audience <laughs> oh the studio the audience first live big laugh, laugh. From the studio big audience. laugh from the studio let's get a round of applause for our studio audience brought to you by malibu rums Ooh. not yet but seriously i'd love that <laughs> so, so theory one <laughs> supported by ufologists is we'll come out with the name the name of this episode will be our new name of ufologists mm -hmm. so Tune in. Well, they're already tuned in if they're listening. Yeah, yeah, they've already seen the name. Maybe they refresh the page. Eh, yeah, no. <laughs> they refresh the page. <laughs> they back out. You know, they go the right podcast, back in. You got to scroll yeah, up yeah. and you got to release. Yeah, you think you leave, you're right back where we started. <laughs> That's our main audience. Yes. The people that thought they left the episode that yeah. just happened to reset. They left it running all night. They were like, yeah. oh, shit, I thought I closed this. <laughs> but so that's one of the main Theory theories. Theory one. Theory one is that it was a UFO. Mm. Their main supporting things are the panic and the radio call, his experience, <sighs> yeah, because he seemed like a good flyer if he knew how to fly for a year at the Air Force Academy. Yeah, the literal UFO sighting and reporting 
of a plane that was damaged, which supports the pieces of the plane washing up on the beach, in line with his disappearance. And there never being like a main plane ever being found. Was there or a body? body? No. Nothing. There was literally like a couple pieces of metal. But he was over, over uh, water when he was flying, correct? So theory two is plane crashed. cut and dry, which I'm a big fan of, okay? Which is just that he crashed. So a lot of people are saying when you're flying, like what happened to um, John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh-huh. When you're flying at night over the water with no horizon inside, it can get disorienting. Yeah, yeah, he sure. only Especially had a year. You don't have any like special instruments no, we have. No. And we know how much but we know about single engine Cessnas. They're just not built for that. It is our expertise right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, generally speaking, that is what we know most about. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have those built-in safety features. Probably not. I mean, maybe. How old were you? At what point? Uh, 1978. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's yeah. how old I was. <laughs> I think my my father had just turned eighteen. For you know what what whatever that's worth. <laughs> Another laugh from the studio audience. Now I don't know if she was laughing with you or yeah. at you at the complete oh. silence. It was uh, it was a little bit after of after that. All right, let's recover. So let's recover. Been. How about you go ahead could've and recover? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Oh, good. Oh, if only I had a drink. What You know what sounds really good right now, Alex? I'm glad you brought it up. A delicious sip of <laughs> Malibu rum. <laughs> Everyone's favorite delicious summer, winter, fall, and spring. Please sponsor beverage. us. We have no money. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. So he's flying over the water. Could have easily gotten disoriented. People are saying the four lights he might have seen Ooh. were him getting flipped upside down, not realizing it, seeing the reflection on the water. Whoa. What? That's... Into the mic, man. Now let me tell you that much. That is very <laughs> interesting. How? Wow. Because they say it's disorienting over the water. Because with no horizon, you wouldn't know what's going on. It's like, um, like you oh ever read about God, the deep that's... sea cave divers? Yeah. That when they die, they think they're swimming up, but they're yeah. not swimming up because you don't know. God, that's if so it's pitch scary. black and you're over the water, the sky and the fucking water look exactly the same. You get flipped upside down, you, you might not know which way is up. And you could crash straight into the water. And if he looks up and sees his lights off the water, that could Were look like a bunch of lights. that they have four lights on it? Hmm, no. Okay. That's fine. Uh, that was just the other theory. Uh, yeah, so I assume yeah. so, someone so maybe knows. Someone. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so scary, like, thinking about that. Yeah. Like, trying to equate that to, like, there, there's just no way to equate that. Like, how, mm. like, crazy that would be to be flying and you're upside down without realizing. Because I imagine flying, you know, you feel the same G forces the way, all the way throughout. And only if you realize in the light, if you flip upside down. But if you're flying and he gets close, that would also explain the the sudden cutoff is if he splashed into the mm-hmm. water. And so, apparently, it, but it was... But how would the body not be discovered? If you're crashing into the water, you're I mean, strapped in. You got that Amelia Earhart type crap, you know well, what I mean? they never found anything with Amelia Earhart. Yeah, they, none of the wreckage either. Yeah, but so I mean, there'd be some sign of a struggle at least to get out of his strap. And it's not like he was that far off the coast. He was probably over the water for about twenty minutes. Yeah, and it's not that big of a stretch of water. It's not like Amelia was flying over that big stretch of water and radioed an island. You know what I mean? I so if anything, that plays more into the UFO theory. We, nope, I was going to delve into my theories on Amelia Earhart, but that's for another day. That is for another day. 
tune oh, in to the big, Amelia big eye, big eyebrow raise from the studio audience. Does they, the studio audience I know a lot about Amelia Earhart? Yeah, you you do. Oh. Would you like to be a guest star on that episode? He shook his head yes. Tune into the Amelia Earhart oh, episode wow. where we have our mysterious guest of the audience. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, tickets Join are t- tickets are really in, in high demand. It's not I, tickets. They just have to follow our Insta I, and they, are, they oh. on, instantly win a chance to got, join us. We got quite a few followers. Buddy. We do have quite a few followers. So mm-hmm. please feel free to follow us. What's our Instagram handle? Uh, it's another cold one. It's mostly just pictures of me at this point, a.k.a. A- fan favorite. So please feel free to follow. Very aggressive. Uh, anyway, so... Can I make my Insta handle... ACO fan favorite? No. I might. But I like the dedication, man. Right? That would be pretty good. Maybe we put the first episode out, and then we we can do that. For those listening or watching, at this point, neither have been put out. No. But here's the thing. I think we should put out like five when we put out one, do the Netflix theory. Where you put out a bunch (laughs) at once. Five episodes. They're all going to... This is literally like an hour long. Content. Oh, Jesus. So, theory number three. Now, strap in. So, we, we, have, we have the I one theory. I will like Friedrich. We have the one theory, okay? He's, he's panicked. He is somewhat experienced. Sees lights above him. UFO sighting reported at the exact same time. Could be a UFO. That abducted him and took him away, which is why we never found much of the plane. Or... He got confused, spatially disoriented, and crashed. And that was it. And the plane just got sucked up in some weird tidal shit. Things that we don't know about. (laughs) Studio audience is getting a little reckless. Um, So theory three. This is a bit of a reach. But you know what? I feel like you're going to appreciate it. So Frederick's dad was, uh, was a little bit of a... What did I say before? I said loop, right? I would love if you didn't insult those that aren't here to defend themselves. Well, 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 big surprise because in the back room, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, if we ever talk about something and you would like to join us, that would be the greatest success of my entire life for as long as I live. If we talk about a story and you're in any way connected, especially the last episode, the last episode happened, what, 2018? Yeah, no, super recent. It was very recent. Wasn't so in the mic. Yes, that was super recent. If you want, I will give out Tyler's address to you. You can come at any time. I'll pop over. You just surprise him in the middle of the night, and then I'll come over at some point, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So strap in for this one. This one's going to take a little bit of an open mind. So Frederick's dad. That's all I have. You you have a closed mind. What? <laughs> I would love a. I would love. Some, we got to figure out nicknames for those that believe, like me, in aliens and ghosts, mm-hmm. murderers, the murderers nut- that happen to be aliens, the murderers that happen to be ghosts. Um. <laughs> yeah, we call we call them the nutballs. <laughs> Come on, that guy. That was not funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Episode three, I'll have that nickname for you guys. And then everyone that's quote unquote practical is the ones that believe in Tyler's theories. Yes, which is, I mean, it makes sense. So anyway, this Sounded is the crazy in one. just facts. This is the quote crazy unquote. one. Hit me with it. So Frederick's dad was a bit of a UFO enthusiast. He had made a Prior? bunch. Yes, he had made a bunch of calls himself was known apparently in the ufology community <laughs> as someone who was big into government conspiracies all this thing so you imagine with how young his son was that possibly followed in his dad's footsteps 
And so one thing that was pointed out was that Valentich was a little bit of like a kind of excited, over-the-top kind of guy, like who would kind of like do things for a joke, do things for a laugh. And so they thought maybe he was messing around and was making basically a claim and a ploy to push the UFO theory and fake his own disappearance. Because here's something that kind of supports it, but I think is a little gray, which is that he tried to take his exam initially to get his pilot's license and failed like three times. It took him a lot of times to get it, and he was very behind. Speaking as someone who just loves to use humor as a coping mechanism, (laughs) (laughs) I think at this point, that's something that's going too far. I think everyone, there's a basic human instinct that if something's going to happen, and you could tell like if he's going to crash or if he's describing something like that, that there's going to be something that holds you back from making a joke like that. If you see something above you that honestly just shocks you to the point that you're going to need to call it in, because regardless of how out there you are, there's always a point and a line that someone's not willing to cross and that someone's going to be very nervous. Mm-hmm. For a 20-year-old kid, this is your first time flying at night. Like, for the first time I drove at night, this is obviously just a crazy difference, and I, I don't want to compare it, but just using it as what I have, the idea of throwing a joke like that out there, trying to pretend like you're being abducted by aliens, is just something, uh, it's such a line to cross that is very difficult to imagine someone's going to do something like that. Yeah. And I, I agree. And so I think I think it kind of plays That's into... That's the most serious I'm ever going to be, yeah. like, across every single episode. That was very intense. I'm very proud of myself, yeah, though. That was good for you, man. You must Can you set me up for a joke real quick, though? Um, uh, and that's why I'm the funny one. Get back to the theories. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's that's literally all. So that okay. was that was so one what theory. Do you feel? We, I think it's pretty clear at this point. Um, I'll go ahead and establish what I'm feeling. I, I, of course, mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to be put out there that I instantly believe it's aliens. I instantly believe it's ghosts. But I think in a situation like this, the idea that he was flipped upside down, that's mm-hmm. something I never even thought about could happen. And mm-hmm. I need to really think about that a little so bit more. So you're team practical. I'm not team practical. Well, I'm not well, team practical. well. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Here's practical one. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of evidence pointing to the fact it could have been a UT uh, a UFO a UTI <laughs> you were about to say <laughs> listen listen facts. Frederick got around <laughs> <laughs> pointing to the fact it could have been a UFO um there's a lot out there and we we kind of we kind of see where I'm leaning towards despite the fact that I'm open what do you feel what do you feel what do you think oh well I I don't think that aliens were there so that means the only thing Where's that can, the body oh that i mean dude with all the tides and shit out there in the ocean he could have gotten moved anywhere but over at this point over 30 years nothing amelia Earhart. amelia Earhart was flying over somewhere there's no land anywhere nearby he's flying over Australia. The, and yeah. The other Tanzania. thing that's weird. The other thing that you're also really far from the mic. <laughs> the other thing that's the weird, other thing. <laughs> the other thing that's really weird is that, like you said, with Amelia Earhart, nothing was ever discovered. But with him, 
portions of his airplane were seen and they were able to identify the serial numbers and tie it to the plane he rented. So when you hear something like that and then the witness report says that it looked like a damaged plane And the was fact we have no oil, other witness report essentially. That's it. That's literally it. Well, let me ask you this question. So that makes it a little bit dicey. But I, dude, like so much shit gets lost in the ocean yeah, and the sea. Of course. I think that when he hit, it probably ripped some things off that maybe flew into a different current. And but they would have eventually been swept ashore somewhere. I mean, dude, if there's plenty of ocean mysteries and stuff. I mean, for thing. sure. I think I think the ocean. I like the Bermuda Triangle, for instance. I don't think that's the thing. I think that's just a result some of weird, currents. Yeah, some weird current shit. Absolutely. God only but, knows. But let me ask you this. Uh, in relation to your theory. Sure. To the question I posed at the beginning of this episode, what do you believe in more? That we're alone in this universe or that we there are others out there? Definitely not, think they're out there. Yeah. Not a big ghost guy. Sure. But that's not what we're talking about here. I believe in ghosts. Definite on the aliens. Definite. But I just don't think they're they're messed. I just don't think they're fucking with us. Okay. I mean I I can see a reason why. Like, for instance, if we look at how we've treated other planets. Mm-hmm. That would be similar to the way we see it. Like, we send satellites out there. We send drones. Well, we haven't sent drones, excuse me. Send, like, little instruments <laughs> down there, like up. the Mars rover. Like, that's a set. <laughs> drive up there. Hit the highway. We send the guy in the jetpack out there. We send <laughs> Elon out there. Musk. <laughs> <laughs> what other famous Elon is there? University. <laughs> oh no there is fuck weren't ready for that oh, one were you yeah it's over we said yeah, the it's... entirety of elon university out there listen this whole episode was just a build up for our real sponsor enroll this <laughs> fall <laughs> the dead the deadline's coming up we got 13 majors elon university <laughs> Actually, though, if you want to sponsor Elon Ewers, that would be incredible. Oh, my God. Welcome to another cold one. Brought brought to you by Elon University. (laughs) Imagine someone we get to the point like that's where all of our listeners are. We're just exclusively Elon University. We just blew up at Elon. Elon well, Musk and Elon University are our only listeners. That's it, literally. Elon University. Just the, <laughs> just the one, and then Elon just Musk. That's it. Um, well, I mean, that's that's really it. So, that's what's your? If you had audience. to make a guess, what's your what's your what's your verdict? Because I mean, both of them aliens. have. Here's the thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not make a joke. Let me explain why. All right, I'm in. I'm in. This is a person that was part of the Air Force. Mm-hmm. They were experienced to a point they were yeah mm. yeah they were they, i'm not saying they were most experienced pilot they wouldn't be piloting no but it's funny because like it's a double standard thing because the people who are pro ufo say that a year in the air force is like enough to be an excellent pilot and then the people saying that it's just an accident are like a year he doesn't know anything about flying now let me walk that line real quick and <laughs> let me would, say he, that he walk that line buddy <laughs> i think that he is experienced to the point everyone at some point is going to need to have their first flight in the dark yeah. But no one's getting there unless they're experienced. And I think that he's experienced to the point that they believe they would rent an aircraft to him and that he would know what he's doing and he wouldn't make a joke of it because at some point everyone's going to feel the need and feel that like just human, just f- flight or flight, fight or flight. Flight or flight. Flight or flight. He is flying. Um, <laughs> 
to the point that they're going to need to like call for help and it's very clear he called for help he called for an explanation and he didn't get one and i don't think we will either we never will damn that was a good ending that actually tyler hmm. what is our topic for next week genre if you Ooh, will i get to pick wait didn't we have four i felt like we had four we had four aliens was one and you just well, kind of no, lumped was, that into it, supernatural Really? I believe it was Aliens, True Crime, Supernatural, and Internet Rabbit Holes, your favorite. Oh, you're wrong. It was Supernatural, Crime, Internet, and Historical. Oh, I am incorrect. You're right. You're right. Um, no, no, no. I literally am not right. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, our genre picking is brought to you by... <laughs> our genre picking is brought to you Elon by Elon University. University. <laughs> Just for the record, <laughs> neither of us went yeah. there. <laughs> wait, wait, if wait. either of our schools would like to sponsor us, you know who you are. Okay, here's the, here's the real question. Shout out. To Elon's you. listening. What city or state? I believe it's North Carolina. Oh, my fucking God. It's Elon, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I know some people that went out there. Uh, they went to my high school with me. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. They actually have, if I recall correctly, which I believe I do, they have a swimming pool on the campus that's incredible. What? They're actually like a great university. Bro, they were voted number one in student success yeah, for yeah. 2020. A national great university. Ju- we didn't go God. there, just for the record. Again, honored that they chose to sponsor us. No Rams, though. Uh, I is that their mascot? No, no, that's my mascot. Shout oh, out Fordham. Oh, no. Wait, no, no. We can't have conflicting sponsorships You're here, correct. Man. Don't go the Rams. I was talking about LA. The football team. Oh, my God, dude. You're not going to believe it. Their mascot is the Ram. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> What's their mascot? It's the Phoenix. That's a damn good mascot. The Elon Phoenixes. And Tyler, where did you go to school? Uh, yeah, I went to Elon. Anyway, so you thank, went you to for, school thank you for thank you with Arizona, whose capital is Phoenix. It all came full circle. Silence. So Tyler, what's our topic for next week? Our genre, our cuisine, hey, if you will. Our YouTube audience knows dead silence in the studio audience. It's about time a win didn't come out of the fan favorite, and I feel good about it. So I want our topic next week. I feel like I have to drink next week because it's been two in a row that I haven't. Drink every day, folks. Water. Hydration is very important. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by water. Yes, which is sold at Elon University's cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I actually liked the supernatural because there's somewhat of a of a duality here. So let's keep it supernatural for next week. I really um, hope I win. I had a great idea for this one. Yeah. And let me go ahead and give a teaser in case I win. Uh, It'll definitely. It needs to be. If I, I win, I, you drank the last two. My weeks. episode will span across four decades of consistent and very interesting paranormal activity. Wow, that actually kind of got me excited. To be honest, that. I think that's really probably the first thing we've done right this whole podcast because that was a good hook. Thank Shit. you so much and join us next week on episode wow. three of another cold one. This has been Alex and that's Tyler. <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media except Twitter. That's not real yet. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Insta. You have a chance to join our studio audience that has a capacity of two. <laughs> that's all I got, man. You? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Good night. <laughs> that was good. Oh!